This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Christmas, everybody! Welcome to the Christmas Countdown Show, episode number nine, season number three. We are here, Danny. My name is Eric Peterson. I am one of your hosts. I'm here with my good buddy, Danny Jordan. Yes. We're coming to you live from Southern California. You said, we... and I was like, he's going to give the city away in this Oh, no, 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 no. Never. But now you've given a clue. That it we are in a... Silmar. That's right. Uh, we have our, our buddy John here on the ATEM. Is that what it's called? ATEM? Yeah, I don't know what it stands for. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. Look that up for next episode. And we have Chris Sisley coming to us live from Brooklyn, our producer extraordinaire. And we are back, folks. Danny. Yes. We have a lot to talk about on so today's episode. So much to unpack. First, let's tell them what our top 10 list is. Yeah, let's do it. Because people like to know that. They like um, to know that. They yeah. like to know that. Uh, so they so know where to skip ahead that's to. That's right. Yeah. Uh, our top 10 list today is top 10 holiday desserts. Ooh. Desserts. Scrumptious. Yeah. So another food one, which is going to be good. I'm not a big sweets guy. I don't know if you knew that about me. Are you joking? No, I, I'm serious. Well, you like sweet. You like donuts and cakes. I like cakes sweet and, people. Yeah, but don't you like cakes and stuff not like that? Really. Not really. I'm not a big sweets guy. Oh. And I brought that up right out of the gates because my wife said to me last night, she goes, over under, how many times do you think you're going to say on the episode, I'm not a sweets guy? Mm. And I said, well, I'll probably try to get it out of the way sure. in the beginning. So that way I try to keep myself in check Sure. and don't say it over and what over What was again. your number? I said to her, well, I know I'll say it at least once. Oh, yeah. I, I would say three and a half. I'm going to guess seven. Whoa. <laughs> You think I'm going to say it I a do. minimum? I'm going to uh, guess you're going to say it seven okay. times. Okay, <laughs> Chris, how many times do you think I'm going to say it? Quite a few. As someone who meticulously goes through each of these podcasts, I know you said it at least five or six times before. Absolutely. It's like I know I've cut it out 27 times Absolutely. this season already. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's anyway, so I just wanted to get it out of the way sure. you right got at two, the top. You got two out of the way. I got All two. Right. Okay. Go. So I got five to work with <laughs> here. What are we betting on this? Are we wagering anything? <laughs> Just pride. Just, Just pride. Oh, God. That's um, the most valuable thing. For I me. know. I know. But today we are going to, so we're going to do our top 10 holiday desserts, which yeah. is going to be great. Um, we are also going, I think we're going to play a game with Chris Sisley. Love games. Um, a good Christmas game. Uh, we have some reviews to read. Yeah. We have some fan mail to open. We do. And we have to talk about our trip to St. Jude. Oh, my gosh. What in a Memphis, blast. Tennessee. It was an absolute blast i yeah. you know been sort of just like letting it wash over me you know since we got back uh because eric and i were just there last week we were there for a couple days yep. it was a quick trip right like yep. we we flew out early in the morning we got there we went immediately to the, to the campus yeah. and went to the studio where they have like you know if you're following us on social media and if you're a member of the patreon we were sharing sort of like behind the scenes yeah. sort of stuff is like they have a green room there and makeup chairs and like place where all the wardrobe go like it is a very a very operation. serious deal there's like a full control room yeah. there for all their crew to sit and i don't know how you felt walking into that studio for the first time but it was like it was surreal how did you feel when you first walked in and it was all decorated um i love i loved it it made me very happy they definitely i don't know if they watched some of our <laughs> videos because it it seemed to hint at sort of the setup of what yeah. our show looks like, um, you know, similar kind of chairs, fireplace in the middle. I thought it was really cool. And I really loved how they had the sort of scrim, the like blank wall yes. for the performance area, which was really great. Um, no, I just thought that they did such a good job. And, and the people there were all so kind and yeah. so excited and so helpful. And really, you know, we kind of made this whole show come together. Really, the big push was the last two weeks. Yeah. And we did a lot, they did a lot, and it came together, and the show went pretty well, which I thought was yeah. great. They learned some things, we learned some things. <laughs> uh, but what I think is most exciting is that when we finished, like their whole team was like, we want to do this again. The CMO Next, came. Yeah, the chief marketing officer yeah. was there and was like, we need to do this every year. So it's exciting. It's exciting to see what the future can bring with that kind of a show, that sort of holiday special that we do at St. Jude. Um, and I think we've learned how big we can go. Yeah. But also with a bit more planning and a bit more, you know, time to set things up. And I think that next year is going to be even bigger and better. It, it's just wild to think that there's going to be a next year, you know, that, you know, we think back and I, I know I said this, you know, when we were walking out on the stage at St. Jude, I was like, wow, we started in our garages and now we're here. And just this idea that we are 
going to get to do it again. Like I already know that it's going to happen again, you know, with the CMO who came in, I, I don't know if you remember, but I think it was Jill or one of the people we were working with down there said, Oh yeah, she was just going to stop in cause she was in between meetings. She yeah. was going to stop in for a minute and just sort of put eyes on it. But she was having so much fun watching the show and listening to the show that she stuck around yeah. for a couple of hours and was just yeah. like, hanging out, which was really, really cool. So, you know, you mentioned the team. So I, I want to shout out, yeah. you know, all the people who were a part of making this happen. Obviously, you know, Chandis on our side who yep. first connected us to the team at St. Jude shout and then shout out to Chandis. Uh, and then we also had Shannon down there and Jill and Carmen and yep. Christina and yep. John, yep. Andres on yeah, the yeah. audio. Uh, I think Daniel was there as yeah. well. He was another you know guy in the yeah, crew. Yeah, yeah. Are we forgetting anyone? I know there, there were so many people. Yeah. And some we got to meet and some Those we didn't Those were the main ones that we had contact with. Those were our main contacts yeah. down there. And they were just so kind and, and welcoming. They like took professional photographs of us yeah. out in front of the hospital. We got to go to the pavilion and sort of learn about the history of St. Jude. And, and then we got to go have barbecue. Yes. They took us to a delicious barbecue we did. place. Was it called there. Central Barbecue? Central Barbecue. Which they said is like, if you take somebody, is somebody's visiting Memphis and they want barbecue, you take them there. Yeah. So I want to talk about the hero dish real quick from Ooh. Central Barbecue. I know what you think the hero dish is. That was not necessarily <laughs> my my hero dish, but you tell them what your hero dish was, and I'll talk about it. So when you go to a barbecue place, you would expect like the meat, right? Sure. Like the pork or the you know the you know steak or whatever yeah. you're sort of having. For me, it was the banana pudding. But as I learned on my drive to the airport, my driver revealed to me that you don't call it banana pudding; mm. you call it nanner pudding. Nanner pudding. And, and I was like, okay, well, from now on, he said the secret to the way they do it there is whipped cream. Mm. So they'll add whipped cream into the pudding mix along with the bananas and the, the vanilla crumbled wafers. up Nilla wafers and all that sort of stuff. But that little container, which was maybe five ounces, yeah. felt like it weighed like a pound. It was yeah. like a brick. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So that was my favorite thing. I, what did you like? Well, I'm not a banana guy. Like, which I didn't know. I, I, I in fact... <laughs> I'm disgusted by bananas. But you were um, a champ. I was a champ, a and bite. I tried to be polite, <laughs> and I took two or three bites of it um, uh, to be polite. Did I ever tell you? This is a good little side story. Yeah. The first Christmas, <coughs> excuse me, the first Christmas, Christmas that I that I spent with uh, Lisa and her family, we sit down to eat, and she's from the South, right? So they eat grits and collard greens and fried okra and black-eyed peas. Yeah. All of those things sound completely disgusting to me. Like, I, you couldn't pay me to eat those things. But I'm it's first Christmas with my girlfriend's family. Like, I'm trying to be yeah. a nice guest. And so they put all these baked beans on my plate, which is like their family specialty. And I had like literally two beans, like, not mm. even two spoonfuls, like two beans. Yeah. And then I was like, mm. and Lisa's grandma was like, he sure didn't touch his baked beans. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody like, was watching you. They at the were table. all yeah. watching. <laughs> and so not only did I not eat much of the food that was brought out because yeah. it was, I, I should say the side dishes. They, I think we had steak or something and that was delicious. Yeah. Um, but the like fried okra grits, collard greens, black eyed peas, all those things I couldn't do. And then to top it all off at the very end, <laughs> Lisa's dad brought out, all right, guys, now for dessert, we got parfaits. And in the parfaits were like bananas, jello, and whipped cream, which are about my three least favorite things in the world, like just texture wise. Right. And they were all together. And he's like, here you go. And he gave me a big spoon. And I just looked at Lisa and I was like, oh my God, this is so bad. It was torture. That's love, man. And again, no shot on them. I'm sure yeah. it was delicious for people that enjoy that type of food. I just have a big texture thing. So bananas, like ugh, mushy bananas. I, I literally can't even talk. I about was it. watching like, you like, I, I kept peeking over at you. And moving I was like, it around. We were moving it around. And I was like, is he trying to find like the perfect bite in there? He wants to get a little bit of the Nilla with the yeah. banana and the cream and all the things. No. And then you told me, because someone at the table is like, so what do you think? Yeah. And I think you were like... It's good. I was like, yeah, it's, it's good. good. It's real, real good. Yeah. Um, and then you revealed to me later that night. Speaking of, later that night, we got to um, give a shout out. Yes. We went and checked out some amazing blues we music. Two great bars. Yes. Uh, with Santa. With Santa, which was a trip to be out in downtown Memphis on Beale Street with Santa J. Claus. Uh, it, it was, was fun. Cool. So first we went to a place called uh, Cafe pa uh, Ca Crown Palace. 
Crown Palace Cafe. Was it the Crown Palace? I kept trying to remember what I the name was. I think it was called the Crown was. Palace Cafe. There was a lady Cafe. standing on front. I was like, come here, come yeah, here, yeah, come she here. Called us in. She called us in. And yeah. they had like a little blues band that was very like Delta blues, just yeah. like dirty blues. The, right? guy, the lead singer was named Cowboy. Yeah, Cowboy. Yeah. Uh, real deal Cowboy. Pee Wee on the drums. Yeah, Pee Wee on the drums. Yeah. And they were doing just real like down home blues, which was great. And we listened to a few songs by them, and they even played. Um, Merry Christmas, baby. Merry Christmas, baby. Yeah. Sure do treat me right. They're like, this is for you, Santa. And they played that for Santa, <laughs> which that was really cool to see. Then we went to BB King's. Yes. And A, the food was so good. So good. You had the. I had, uh, yeah, chicken pasta carbonara. Yeah. Carbonara. And then we also had fried pickles and, and calamari and, and loaded, tater, loaded tots. tater tots. And I had the king's meatloaf. Yeah, which, which was, was delicious. So good. There was like this sweet glaze on the top. It was a little crispy on the outside. I gave you a taste of yeah, it. Yeah, I did. And it had it some onion it straws sure yeah, on yeah. it, uh, which were delicious. But really, I think the highlight of the evening was the music. Ashton Riker. Ashton Riker. And the Memphis Royals. So good. So good. It was like we, you and I had like a really long day. We had traveled the day before. It's very mentally and emotionally like draining, I think, when you're just like in, like, because we recorded for like five hours while we were there. And when we first went out, I was like, we'll grab maybe like a drink, a bite, listen to a little music, go back to the hotel. But when we listened to their second set, they could not be denied. It could not be denied. They're like, we'll be back in 30 minutes. And we all looked at each other we're like, we're going to wait. We're going to wait. It was, so the lead singer was this guy, Ashton Riker. Yeah. Who, it's very funny because uh, Danny and I, as we were <laughs> watching the beginning of their, we came in in their second set and the band just played a bit by themselves before. For like eight minutes. Yeah. Before, uh, wasn't it Ashton? Ashton. Ashton yeah. Riker. Uh, before he came up. And we saw Ashton. He's got kind of like long, straight Dark hair. He looks like sunglasses. Bo Bice. He looks like American Bo Bice Idol. from yeah. American Idol. He's got a leather jacket on. And we're like, wouldn't it be funny if that was the lead singer? <laughs> and then sure enough, he was. And he went up, and this kid could really wail. Oh, yeah. Like, could sing his face off. They did so many amazing covers. Very eclectic. They did Purple Rain and uh, Uptown, Uptown Funk. Funk yeah. And all these different things. Um, but what was really cool is the band was like, Dude. I wish we knew all of their names. Lanny. because Lanny is the best. Lanny was the saxophone player who they said is 19-time Grammy Award winning. Lanny yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, and he played on Uptown Funk. He was yeah. a saxophone He's player. He's a sax guy. He was an amazing saxophone player. They had a great organ player, great trombone player, amazing bass player. Yeah, who just joined the just band. Just joined the band. Recently. And, and then the drummer was like, oh, the drummer was amazing and his dad was apparently some blues royalty. And yeah. then the uh, guitar player was also There sick. was not a weak link in the entire so band. Good. It was like when they would go around for solo time, you know, sometimes you'll hear like a jazz or a blues band and like clearly there's, one of you know, really good. one yeah. of them's really good, but every one of them, it was like watching, you know, Murderer's Row, Yankees, yeah. Yeah, all, yeah. you know, walking up to the play where it's like, oh, you thought you could wail? Yeah. And they'd be like, and it was just like, everyone was incredible. Really, And really. we stayed all the way to the end. Ashton's mom came over and she was talking to us yeah. and it just felt like such a welcoming experience and community and so we want to give a shout out to ashton because yeah. him and his band were so talented and so kind and he came over and chatted with us for a little yeah. bit so if you like blues music make sure you go check him out i know his music's on spotify uh ashton Riker, i think it's r-i-k-e-r yeah. yeah so check him out give him give him some love and, yeah. and tell him that a christmas countdown show yeah uh sent you but yeah the whole trip was incredible so a huge thank you to the entire team uh and if you want to get a sticker back which we talked about yes. on that episode go to stjude.org slash christmas countdown uh it's an exclusive sticker pack uh six stickers and if you give fifty dollars or more you can before, uh, before december 31st. before december 31st you can uh, claim that one of those stickers will be a show sticker yeah of ours and then some original art from some saint jude uh patients really cool. um it was just an amazing experience and to to be there and to get to meet that team really 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 grateful and excited for you know the chance to to do Absolutely. it again next year danny i have a gift for you today wait what i do Look at this. You have a gift for me? It's not wrapped. Okay. The, okay. I mean, we don't baby steps here. Yeah. Baby steps. Baby right? steps. You got to start somewhere. <laughs> um, but up. but I saw this the other day and I was like, Danny must have this. So okay. Here you go. It's an ornament. Oh my gosh! Look at this. That's pretty. Cool. It's the wet bandits on the cover of the newspaper. It says news wanted Harry Lime and Marv Merchants. The Wet Bandits. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, dude. That's so kind <laughs> of you. Um, I'm going to add it to my tree, and I'll add it with uh, the St. Jude ornament oh, that yeah. they gave us as well. They gave us this as a nice little you know, thank you gift for coming down there, yep. this really cool St. Jude ornament. So I'll add those uh, 
to the tree after we record here um, today. But, uh, you know, we forgot to mention at the top of the uh, episode, you know, if, if people are new to the show, you know, they can engage with us beyond just listening. You can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and threads at Christmas Countdown Show. You can also follow us on the X at Xmas Pod. And if you love hearing our voices and you wonder, what do what do our faces look like and what is the expression uh, that they're making? You can go to youtube.com slash countdown network and you can watch full episodes, not just a Christmas countdown, but our sister show Disney countdown with the magical millennial and Dapper Danielle. Um, so make sure you uh, make sure you check it out. Um, we really got ahead of the curve with our Xmas pod on X. I know we? we were sort of predicting. We, we, we predicted that a little bit ahead of time. I was tempted to also create a social name uh, threads countdown. Um, but I never sure did. Threads. Yeah, yeah. I see what you did that was a really bad yeah. joke. I'm just gonna, <laughs> we're just gonna pretend that never, <laughs> never happened. But leave it in the show because I want, <laughs> I want people to cringe with me in oh that moment. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, we have so many amazing people who will tune into the show. You know, on Apple and Spotify, and we really love those ratings and those reviews that people will leave. And one of the fun things we do on this show and all the Countdown Network shows is we like to read those reviews that people will leave leave for us on Apple. And we have a couple. Uh, to share with y'all today do you want to sure take it I'll, away i'll kick us off here yep um all right this is from monica rose star Ooh, that's a great name that monica is rose monica star. rose star it's a great name uh this is it is the title wow M- many exclamation wasn't points. that the title of the uh this is it michael jackson documentary or the one that he did for his like last tour that he was rehears- rehearsing for maybe this is it maybe. anyway maybe um <laughs> All right, uh, and, and uh, Monica gave us five golden stars. Thank you very much, yeah. Monica. Uh, here we go. Hello to our Christmas countdown captains. Ooh, I like that. Captains. Uh, I was lucky enough to find you last year, and I'm so excited that you're back for season three. Full oh. disclosure, I haven't listened to your new shows yet. That's fair. <laughs> but I have a good reason. I'm not one of those Grinches who bristles at the word Christmas anytime before December. I'm also not very into Halloween, but... I do love fall. Mm. Ooh, I love fall. Too. Okay. I live here on the East Coast uh, where we get a true fall with frost on the pumpkins mm. that chill in the air and leaves too beautiful to put into words. If I allowed myself to listen to a Christmas song or think seriously about the holidays, the floodgates would open <laughs> and there would be no turning back. So I give myself until no- November 1st to relish fall. So now at this point when they're hearing this. Monica will be. She may be fully caught it, up at this Fully point caught time. up. Yeah. Um, I know it's both a labor of love and a big commitment for you both who have families and day jobs. Mm-hmm. By the way, congratulations, Eric, on your new role as the old man. Thank you very much. The Christmas countdown was a huge part of my holiday season last year, and God willing, it will become a holiday tradition for years to come. May everyone who is a part of your show, my Patreon friends and all your families, have a wonderful Christmas and a very happy new year. Mm. Monica, P.S. I don't know if you still remember me, Danny, but I am Swags from last season's review, username (laughs) Fiasco. My children still call me Swags and even got my grandson to say it too, LOL. Do you remember that? It was like a... There was like swaggy, swaggy P. Okay, swaggy P. It was something like that. I know swaggy P was the guy who played for the Lakers for a while, but it was like swaggy something or other. And we're like, really love your name. And then she reached out to us and she goes, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. My grandkids are like laughing at me. And so, but they still call her swags. That's pretty good. To this day, which is, which is amazing. Merry Christmas, swags. Merry Christmas. Yes. Merry Christmas, swags. Always and forever. Uh, Thank you, Monica. And I I think Monica is a part of the the Patreon. As well, yeah, yeah. She's I always see her active in, in the private Facebook group, and she's such a doll. So thank you, Monica, for that kind review. Uh, next up, I love the title of this one, and it's mm. coming to us from QAXWSC. Okay, Quaxwask, Quaxwask, Quax, Quasquisk. Like maybe that's like Christmas, Quaxmas, Quasquisk, Quasquisk. Anyone or quick and xylophone. Winter Santa Claus. Sure, I buy it. Maybe this is Santa J. Claus. Sure. Uh, all right, so the title of this five golden star review is Pleasant, Endearing, Family Friendly. That's, what we're, going, that's what we're going for. That's exactly what we're going for. Uh, as a true Christmas girl, it wasn't a surprise that despite Eric's many acting roles, the performance I know him from is a Hallmark Christmas movie. Um, I'm really enjoying this podcast. It brings a sense of relief from the routine grind as I listen and daydream of Christmas's past and future. Thanks for a great, lovable 
podcast. I love that. That's so nice. Yeah. Quick and xylophone <laughs> winter yes. Santa Claus. Uh, a bit of clarity here. I was not in a Hallmark Christmas movie, but I was in a different movie that feels like a Hallmark movie. Oh, okay. Uh, I was in a movie called, it eventually was called Naughty and Nice. Mm. Um, originally, it was called Radio Mistletoe, which I thought was oh, a, a better yes. title. Yeah. Uh, it was Haley Duff. Uh, myself, Tilky Jones, uh, were sort of the three oh, wow. main people. Very fun. We shot it up in uh, Idlewild, California. Ooh, I bet that was beautiful. Up on the big mountain, like kind of right above Palm Springs. Yeah. Uh, and we did it near Christmas time, so there was snow everywhere, and oh it was really fun. It was like a small little group of people directed by uh, Sam Irving. Um, he does a lot of Christmas movies and stuff like that, and we did you know like three weeks up there and just like shot it all over what the a town. Blast. Really fun. Was that fun working with uh, Haley? Yeah, she was great. She was great. And our kids went to preschool together. So like we had a little connection through that as well. That's so cool. So, so cool. I'm putting out the vibes that next year you're going to get a big Christmas movie. Yeah, that would be good. You got a Christmas musical this year. Obviously, Christmas podcast, sure. and then next year, big Christmas movie. Yeah, that'd be I'm cool. putting out the vibes, yeah. I believe. Um, also, we want to shout out. You know, we, we don't just shout out the reviews sure. that come in. We want to shout out uh, new Patreon members since yes. the last time uh, we recorded here in the studio. Do you want to go ahead and read sure? Uh, we got Celeste. Hello, Celeste. Amber. Hello, Amber. Merry Christmas. Fairly. Fair. Oh, from Australia. Yeah. I read it almost with a Scottish accent. <laughs> Australia would be fr- fairly. Fairly. Ooh. F-A-R- F-A-I-R-L-I-E. Fairly. Fairly. That was fairly well done. Fairly well done. I like it. Uh, Kristen, Merry Christmas. Corey, Merry Christmas. Welcome. Chris, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Welcome to Celeste, Amber, Fairly, Kristen, Corey, and Chris. Yes, welcome. Welcome to the crew. Yeah. Uh, If you want to join that massively merry group, it's really easy to do that. You can just scroll down in the episode uh, description. There's a link to our Patreon, or you can just go to patreon.com slash Christmas countdown, or just look up Christmas count. Actually, I think it's Christmas countdown show on Patreon, but just look it up. You can become a member of the fam. You get access to a private group on Facebook that, as we always say, is one of the most merry groups of people you will ever meet uh, in your life. Or maybe you're not in the Patreon, but you want to hear these bonus episodes that we put out every single week you can become a paid subscriber on apple and spotify the link is in whatever platform you're listening on and actually on apple we have a little promotion going on right now where you can get a three-day free trial so just click that free trial button you'll get access to i think there's 13 bonus episodes waiting for you um right now so this feels like a this feels like a good time for a game what do you think do it i love a game i love games chris you got a game for us Yes, I do have a game. We have a brand new game to Christmas Countdown. Brand new. This one is called The Dating Game. Ooh. Oh, hey. That's right, the dating game, but no, not that kind of dating. Instead, we'll be testing Danny and Eric's knowledge of Christmas history. Ooh. I'll give you three milestone events. And it'll be up to you to put them in the chronological order. Oh, I love this. Oh, this is going to be fun. I love this. If you can't do it, I'll lock in one of those dates and give the other person a chance to steal. Oh, okay. So we're playing against each other. Okay. okay. We are. Right. We'll be taking turns, and we'll start with Eric. This first category is TV specials. Okay. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and a Charlie Brown Christmas. Mm. This is a great question. This is hard. I feel like you're going to nail this. I think I'm going to go Rudolph first, then I'm going to say Charlie Brown, and then Grinch. Yeah! Yay! Right. Nicely done. That was good. All they right. came out in 1964, 1965, and 1966. So oh, wow. back to back they were to back. That close together. Man, they used to they crank were. out some amazing wow. specials. Those three back to back to back. That was, pretty good. that was good. I thought Grinch and <laughs> Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown got yeah. flip flopped. I was ready to swoop yeah. in and yeah. steal, but you nailed it. All right. Wow. That was good, Chris. We need more of these specials. Why don't we get specials like that anymore? I mean, the DreamWorks did some with the like Shrek the Halls and stuff, but there hasn't been a, a really good one in a while. I know. We had Reindeer in here last year, which was fun. I watched that one with my family and enjoyed that, but like that was sort of like the golden age yeah, of, yeah. of Christmas TV specials. Yeah. We need now we got Hallmark Channel on. Christmas movies, so what else can you ask for? Speaking of the golden age, let's talk about crooners and Ooh. their birthdays. Oh, this is going to be for Danny. We have Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra, and Andy Williams. Okay. There is so much pressure right now because we talk about how much we love crooners. So yeah. I feel like I really got to step you up. You want to get this right. I feel very confident that Bing Crosby was the oldest because Frank looked up to him. He wanted to be like Bing Crosby. So I'm going to go Bing Crosby first. 
this is where it gets challenging because I feel like Sinatra should be older, but I feel like Sinatra gained like prominence at a younger age. So Andy may have just come into I'm not prominence. You any I know. I'm going to steal. Do you know? I feel pretty confident. Okay. My gut is telling me to go Sinatra Williams, but I feel like it's a trick question and I'm probably thinking about it way too much. So I'm going to go Bing Crosby is the oldest. Oh, my gosh. Then Andy Williams, then Frank Sinatra. That would be wrong. Dang it. Switch Frank Sinatra and Andy Williams. Yeah, dang it. That is correct. You know, I thought it was a trick because you put him in the correct order. Right, uh, yeah. Yeah. Dang it. You can't overthink it, Dan. I know. This is what I do. <laughs> yeah. All right, what you got? You should watch me on a Back game over show. Back to Eric. Now we're doing top Christmas toys. Okay. We have... The Tamagotchi Virtual Pet. Okay. Mm. The Talk Boy. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ooh. Ooh. Um, okay. I'm gonna say. Oof, man. Yeah. These are all early nineties. Um, yikes. Let's go Talk Boy oldest, then Ninja Turtles. Then Tamaguchi. That would be incorrect. I like that you call it Tamaguchi. What is it? Tamagotchi. Tamaguchi. But there's like the really fancy Tamagotchi. That's the Tamaguchi. Yeah, yeah. That's what <laughs> I left it's, it's made by Gucci. Yeah. Tamaguchi. Uh, so uh, I will I will lock in the Tamagotchi is the last. Yeah. And then it's gonna be Ninja Turtles, because I know those came out in the eighties. Then Talk Boy was early nineties. Then Ninja Turtles was ninety. Talk oh, was Boy 90, was ninety three. Okay. And you got it. And so our final round, it's going to go back to Danny, right? Yeah. If I get this right, we tie. This is Christmas firsts. Okay. We have the first Christmas tree displayed at Rockefeller Center. Okay. Theodore Roosevelt bans Christmas trees in the White House. Wow. Okay. And the first official Christmas card debuts. The first official Christmas card. Wow. Jeez Louise. Um, I wish I knew when the printing press came out. That would probably guide my decision on this because I feel like Teddy Roosevelt definitely has to come before the tree. Okay. Ooh, Christmas cards. When is the first Christmas? Maybe that was like early 1900s, maybe? Don't look at I me. don't know. I'm not getting you. I know, I know. Okay, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Teddy Roosevelt, Christmas card... Tree and Rockefeller. That would be incorrect. Dang Let me make sure it. I press the right one. There you go. I'm going to lock in the Christmas tree was the last one. Well, what do you think? <laughs> uh, we're going to say, uh, oh, geez, what did you say? Did you say? forget? What did you say? Now I got to remember. Not so easy, is it? Okay, I'm going to say Christmas card and then Teddy yeah. Roosevelt and then Rockefeller. That would be correct. Wow, why couldn't you play the Interesting buzzer? side note, though. The first folded card was sold in 1915 by the Kansas City-based Hall Brothers, who would go on to found Hallmark Cards. Whoa. The Hall Brothers. Even in the game for a while. moment there, Chris. That's amazing yeah. that their last name was Hall. Yeah. But we also think, think of things being a Hallmark yeah. moment. Like, did the word Hallmark precede that? Because I think of the word Hallmark being like, yeah. oh, that's such a Hallmark moment, you yeah. know, in someone's life, like a memorable yeah. moment. a milestone. Did they create that feeling that we have about Hallmark moments? I don't know, but that's pretty awesome. If only there was a way to find out. Um, that was a great game. I like that Very game a lot. Game, Nicely done, Chris. Yay. Love it, love it, love it. Um, I got to say, I'm really excited. Uh, in a couple of days, I get to go see Chris. In New York. You're going to New York? I'm going to New York. For what? Uh, for the first preview oh, yeah. of the musical that I'm co-producing. That's so exciting. I'm thrilled to be out there, you know, in November, the holiday season, then I get to go back in December again for opening night. So I'm going to get a real full holiday yeah. experience. So I'll get to see Rockefeller Tree. But I'm most excited out of all the things I'm going to see in New York. Chris Sisley, friends. Chris first right time here. seeing him in person. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah, that is wild. That we've known Chris for two years. Yeah. And uh, we'll send a photo and then we'll like Photoshop you in. Thank you. How about that? <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, now, we do have one more thing to do before we get to our countdown. Sure. 
um, we got a very large box that came in in the mail. You know, we have you know so many amazing people who will send us uh, greeting cards or gifts at the holiday season. A lot of people like to send us ornaments for our trees. And if you want to do that, if you're watching on YouTube or even listening and you want to send in an ornament that will hang on the trees that are behind us, uh, you can do so. Just email us Kringle at ChristmasCountdownShow.com um, and we'll send you our P.O. box or you can just DM us on Instagram yep. as well. Um, but this person who has been a, a longtime loyal listener and a member of the Patreon crew, I tried to like obscure the best I could with our sure. little mailbag here, but there was no way this... It's beast, a large box. This is a massive box. It's so big that when I went to the P.O. box, there was a slip in there. It said, we can't hold what you got. It said, too large for box. Ooh. And normally, they'll just give me a key to go to a bigger box, but this box was too big for that and box. Look at this thing. It It's probably Italian. Because it says... Because it says, fragile. Fragile. You are in mode. I'm ready. Rehearsal start <laughs> Rehearsal tomorrow. Rehearsal start baby. tomorrow. I'm ready. I'm in the zone. Now, I did cut... The tape at the top. Okay. And Nick gave us a little warning when he, he goes, there's a lot of tape. So okay. thanks for the warning, Nick. I, I cut it all. I don't know what's inside, know but what I'm really excited to find okay. out. Do you want to pull it out? Yeah, I'll sure. hold the box and you pull out this large item. Okay. That it looks seems, like a... It looks to be a framed something. Is there a card in here? Let's there's... See. Okay, wait. Here, there's something on the back here. What is it? It okay. says, Danny and Eric saw this and immediately thought of you guys. Well, more Eric than Danny, if Ooh. I'm being honest, because of... It's a cow Christmas, but I hope you both <laughs> like it and that it brings a smile to your face like it did mine when I saw it. I had to send it because I didn't want to Christmas my chance oh, at spreading yeah. some Christmas cheer. Thanks, guys. Nick. Nick. All right. Let's see what we got here. Oh, this is amazing. It, while I... it looks like a framed okay. piece of some sort. I didn't bring the scissors in here, so you're going to have to use your, I'm gonna make it work. your muscles. Okay. You can oh my cut gosh. all this out. He's Chris, ripping. Uh, no, I like this ASMR. This is nice. Of bubble wrap. This is fun. This is the most involved gift we have ever received, I think. Oh, 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 oh. The suspense. The suspense. Or should I say? Hold the note, hold the note, hold the note. Sustain, sustain. Oh my gosh. Look at that, folks! <laughs> it is a Christmas cow. Oh, we gotta find we gotta find a place to hang that. Maybe we'll hang it on the studio door. No, I want it to be in my in the back of my shot. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't. Well, you gonna replace that right one? Up above. We'll see. There yeah. is room we'll, right we'll up find, above here. We'll find a spot. That seems for like it. a good spot for the cow. Okay. I like it. All right. Now somebody's got to send me a big camera. Thank you so much. That is so great. And look, Dude. it's kind of like three-dimensional. You can feel yeah, some of the... Yeah, it looks like you got like the paint texture little, on there. Yeah, the berries and stuff. Oh, my god. That is so good. Thank this you, Nick. Is so, this is so dairy cool. Oh, my god. Dude, that was good. that's awesome. Is that original? Like, did he do that? Uh, I, there is a price tag on the back. So I'm going to guess... Unless he's selling them in stores. He said he saw it. He so saw it, yeah. yeah. But this is really, really cool. Oh, that's great. You want to put it over there yeah, next yeah, to you? Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of dairy, yes. <laughs> our friends at Hallmark Channel sent us a collection of delicious treats. Mm. Um, you know, they've got this amazing partnership that they do with Bissinger's Chocolates. And, yeah. you know, earlier this season, we chatted about Advent calendars right and so often inside like the chocolate advent calendars the chocolate's not very great but with bissinger's i'm feeling pretty darn confident that this chocolate is going to be pretty darn spectacular excited they've got what five different types of five flavors get inside of here what are they and these all look like things i would want to eat european milk chocolate okay european dark chocolate yep hot chocolate truffle Ooh. Dark candy cane caramel. Whoa. And milk chocolate caramel present. Oh, it's it's like a little square box yeah. shape. And inside of it is the caramel, which is like a that. present. Now, are we like, by Christmas law, are we allowed to like pop the first window on this and try I one? I, I, I worry that that is... Is that like Let's when you do the first one? Is that like when you walk under a ladder or like right. break glass, like you're going to get seven Christmases bad luck sort of situation? Let's, let's hope not. Th- Let's just or, do the first one. We'll do the first one. Okay. Just the first one. And then we'll wait until December 2nd. Yes. This will be fun as the season goes on. We can start opening these up. Yeah. And every week we'll essentially get to have six pieces of chocolate because we record once a week. So every yeah. time we come in on Mondays, you got to make up for it. So we're going to crack open these advents. Um, I wonder if they're the same chocolates. Like in every, like is one going to be the same for you like question. December 1st? My guess is going to be yes. Okay. I'm very excited to uh, to give this give this a try. Um, 
All right, so we're going to punch open, or should we just each punch a random one? No, do the, start with you got to start with one? Okay. Yeah. Then okay, it looks like the first one for me is the milk chocolate, what was it called? Caramel present. Oh, that's not what I got. Ooh, it is random. I got the, I can't, this one looks darker. So I will say the hot chocolate truffle and the dark candy cane caramel mm. are both the same shape. But this, does this look like dark chocolate to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is going to be the dark candy cane caramel. Let me give it a little try. It's got the Bissinger's logo on it. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I love dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Do you prefer milk chocolate or dark chocolate? I prefer milk, but I'm not against dark chocolate. Dark chocolate, I've come to really, really become a massive fan of as I've, as I've gotten older. The milk chocolate caramel present, very tasty. Oh, my gosh. Very, now, very good. The hardest part about this is not opening the next day. Then you've got to wait. <laughs> Gotta wait. All right, we're gonna show our patients here, but very, very cool. So delicious, and you're gonna get 25 days worth of chocolate in this advent calendar. Now, not people can go buy these. Yeah, you can get them through Bissinger's.com or through Hallmark uh, as well. And I just love that it's random that you don't know um, what you're gonna get. And let's be honest, these chocolates are so good. You should probably buy a backup or buy one for everyone in your house. So that way there's no fighting over the chocolate. Absolutely. Um, you know, when you're cracking these little, little windows open, cause they I are delicious. Crack an advent window. Isn't it the best? Yeah, we didn't have one like this when I was growing up. I think I chatted about it either last season. I think it was last season we talked about our favorite Christmas decorations. Yeah. My family, my mom still has this one where it's this Christmas tree that you can like sort of wind up and it spins. And there's these little drawers underneath that have different mm. ornaments. So as the days go by, you're decorating. That's cool. The tree and you don't know what ornament you're going to get, but we never really had one of these old school ones. So not only did Hallmark Channel and Bissinger's send us those advent calendars, they sent us this thing that we really loved last season, mm -hmm. these cocoa bombs. Yes. And I feel like we should sip them during sure. this episode. This is our desserts Let's countdown. Do this is very desserty. So I'm going to crack open my box of cocoa bombs here and I'll give one to Eric. And I've got some warm milk for you and some warm milk for me. Grab your little... I mean, it's very satisfying even just holding the little... The little bomb? Chocolate bomb. They're so cool. Should I put the milk in first, do you think? I think so. Or that's a good question. I'm going to put the bomb in first. Oh, that's a smart move. And then move. pour the milk over Some it. might say that's a bomb move. Yeah. I already put my milk in, so I just have to drop mine in. That was probably a smarter move by you. All right, I'm dropping it in. Right, it's filling. And now... Now we wait. I just remember last year with these, how how amazing it was, like when the little bomb like finally explodes. Yeah, because I'd never done a cocoa bomb before until last year, and then yeah. it like opened up and there was like marshmallows inside and all that sort of fun stuff. So maybe while we're working our way through our episode today, we can be yeah. sipping here on our on our cocoa bombs. Do you think that there's any like etiquette to cocoa bombs, like with Tootsie Pops, like you're not supposed to bite it after? You know, two licks. You got to give it like a one, a, a two, two, a three, a three. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that I do that? It's the best. At bath time with my kids because we have a little owl yeah. in the bath. Okay. And so we'll do like that bit. My daughter would be like 15 times in a row. Daddy, do it. Do it again. And and they I, don't even know what it's from. They have no clue. No clue because they weren't born in this century. This is true. Um, but anyway, if you want to uh, load up on some delicious sweet chocolatey treats this holiday season. Uh, make sure you go check out the Hallmark Channel and Bissinger's line of hot cocoa powder, cocoa bombs, and the Advent Calendar, which has five different types uh, of chocolate in it. So Delicious um, chocolate. Oh, scrumptious chocolate. You can check that out at Bissinger's.com or uh, check it out at Hallmark.com as well. Very cool. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... 
Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Let's get into the countdown, yeah? Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. I'm so ready. All righty, folks. We are to the countdown, and yes. we're doing our top 10 holiday desserts. So today is going to be 10 through 6. Yes. Uh, later in the week, you will hear 5 through 1. And then if you get the bonus episode, you'll hear 15 through 11. So many sweet treats. Um, okay, this is good. So... I liked making this list. I was yeah. a little nervous at the beginning of it because yeah. I was because I'm also not I like sweets in that I like candy, right? Okay. And I like some chocolate. Candy canes. Candy mm. corns. Yeah. <laughs> You're quoting Elf here, but I don't love candy corns. Um, but I was like I was worried that I wasn't gonna have enough, enough desserts. Uh, okay. But once I started going through I found I'm pretty happy with my list. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Did you include any beverages um i included let me see mm, yes okay i do have one beverage because i think beverages can be sure. desserty if it's an after dinner beverage then yeah, yeah. and it's sweet and yeah. it, you know it's got that sort of especially some like you know beverages can be very thick they almost sure. feel like like a meal sometimes sure. um, um yeah i'm not a big sweets guy so what do i know all right well we'll that's three folks <laughs> keep track of it um <laughs> All right. Um, if I say it, does it count towards your total? Um, no. It'd be funny if you ended up with more than me. <laughs> that would be real. Because I feel funny. like you almost said it almost. when you were setting this up. I was like, yes. do it. Do it. <laughs> All right. My number 10 is going to be simple. I'm going candy canes. Mm. I love candy canes. I especially, I think my preferred candy cane is not the long one that's about, you know, let's say eight inches long. Okay. I don't like the very long ones that are just like a stick that don't ever curve to the hook. Right. Right. My favorite are the little like two inch ones that are individually wrapped in yeah. the bags. I don't know why. That to me is the <laughs> best peppermint uh, kind of flavoring. Yeah. And those are also really good if you were to make peppermint bark that might appear later on, on Ooh, the countdown. No spoilers. Um, but those those little ones and they're in the bag and you just hit them with oh, a hammer yeah. and then all the crumbs stay in the bag and then you just ump- empty the bag and into your chocolate. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. So uh, my number 10 is going to be candy canes. And they're really great because like you can just sort of put one in your mouth almost like a toothpick. Yeah, you know, yeah, if you're yeah. walking around looking at Christmas lights. You can get that thing down to a pretty sharp point. Yeah, if you're in danger, sure. you know, like, <laughs> hey, don't mess with me. Um, but Peaky <laughs> <laughs> We should create the Christmas Peaky Blinders. That's pretty good. What yeah. would that be? That'd be... The, the cheery... The cheery captains? Candy, candy Blinders? The candy, candy captains? Candy cane... Candy cane blinders. All right, we'll workshop. <laughs> we'll workshop. We got yeah, a lot to yeah. workshop and get yeah, to, yeah. Uh, and then we'll do it in Spanish too. Um, I feel like they'd also be great, like in a hot cocoa, like rather than doing like a oh, big, sure. like the big. Yeah, candy I will cane, put. I'll put a well. candy cane in like a hot chocolate, or even in an apple cider sometimes, Ooh. just to give it a little hint of like more holiday feel. I've never thought of doing that. Yeah. Okay, that's a great first selection. Starting us off Thank strong. You. All right, I'm gonna go with my number ten. An item that I'm very confident is not on your list anywhere. And that's going to be honey roasted nuts. Nope. (laughs) We don't have to worry about a duplicate there. Uh, Specifically, I like pecans and cashews. Um, Because, you know, when I think of like the holiday season, you know, November into December, we chatted about this a little bit a couple episodes ago, uh, you know, in Pennsylvania. And I was chatting about like just walking through the streets and smelling that aroma in the air. When I think about like New York, at the holiday season when the when the weather really starts to turn and you're walking through midtown Manhattan or around Central Park, what do you smell? Roasted nuts. Those nuts for nuts. Um, and did you know, I did a little research into nuts for nuts. Mm. And the company, which you'll see all over New York, everyone knows that little cart that you see everywhere. There's over 100 of them throughout New York City right now. And it was started back in 1984 um, by a guy from uh, Argentina. Okay. And uh, his name was Manny uh, Garipanada, um, was, was the guy who came up with it. And then in uh, 1993, uh, a guy named Alejandro, Mr. Rad, um, started Nuts for Nuts in New York City. 
which is pretty darn cool. And now it's grown to this massive iconic company that we all know throughout New York City. And so one, I love the taste of them. It just feels like, I don't know, the holidays to me. And I love that smell. Like New York is a 360 experience. It's the sounds, it's the sights, it's the, it's the smells. And for me at the holiday season, there's nothing like the smell of that those roasted nuts keeping you warm as you're like walking all over the city. So I'm going to go roasted nuts uh, as my number 10. I like that. Good selection. Um, all right. My number nine is going to be something that I actually really love. I don't eat it that often, but when I do, I'm always happy about it. Okay. If it's the right kind. Hmm. And that's going to be chocolate pudding or mousse. Ooh. I love mousse. I don't know what the difference between mousse and pudding is. I think mousse is a little bit more airy. It's a little more whipped. Yeah. Yeah. But essentially, it's the same kind of thing. Uh, my favorite kind of pudding is Jello pudding. Ooh. So I don't like Jello, like the colored right. Jello, but I love Jello brand pudding. Yeah. You know the ones that are like the swirl where it's got chocolate and then oh and yeah, chocolate? and it has to be in a clear dish. I feel like it has That's to be good. in a clear dish. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to love those in my lunchbox when I was a kid. Uh, I love them now as an adult. I don't get them that much because my kids don't like them, and I feel like I have to. You're buying those for a kid, yeah. and then you can sneak it as an adult. But to just buy it for yourself as an adult maybe feels wrong. To yeah, me. but uh, but I love chocolate pudding or mousse, and especially if you put a little mint in there. Ooh, some mint chocolate mousse is very good. I'm having a very like visceral experience right now thinking about the sound of your spoon. Oh yeah, scraping that last. The, everyone bit. knows what sound I'm talking oh, yeah. about right yeah. now, where you're like. Yeah. And you're getting down in the corners for like the littlest little morsel bit. of pudding. That's how good pudding is. Yeah. Do you know what's interesting about mousse is mm. it reminds me a little bit of baked Alaska. I feel like I only have mousse on a cruise ship. <laughs> I don't or know why. Or a buffet. Or a buffet or like at a nice restaurant. But like yeah. I never, you're never at somebody's house and they're like, hey, we're having mousse. All right, everyone, here comes dessert. Here's it's some mousse. Chocolate mousse for everybody. Isn't that funny? We need to have more mousse. Yeah, we need more mousse in our lives. We need to bring mousse back. Yeah. Yep. Um, great selection. Love it. All right. So my number nine is going to be something that I've never had before, mm. but I found this. And it made the top 10. It did wow. because it sounds so delicious that I okay. feel so incredibly confident that if you were to present me with a box full of these right now, I would fall in love with them and they may skyrocket to my top five. Okay. So that is going to be an item I did not know about. Santa's trash cookies. Ooh. Okay. Have you heard of this? No. So I've basically, heard of trash cookies before. Yeah, so it's like a Christmas cookie, but basically mixed into it are sprinkles, yeah, chocolate chips, yeah, pretzels, yeah, and potato chips. Yep. Now, what I have realized as I've gotten older, and we talked about this when we were with Santa J. Claus in uh, out in Memphis when we were tasting those crumble cookies, was a little salt with the sweetness. Is vital. Yes. So like this idea of like the crunchy pretzel mm -hmm. mixed in with the soft cookie with a little bit of that salt from the potato chip and the sweet of the sprinkle and the chocolate chip, yeah. it sounds like an absolute dream. Yeah. Have you ever had one of these? Uh, I've never eaten one, but I am a big fan of unconventional mixing of flavors i'm right there with you in that i feel like so often we assume like well you can't have this with that Th those are two different flavors <laughs> that, that couldn't possibly work right but sometimes those are the things that really make your taste buds just go whoa yeah like, it's hitting really like explode. both sides of like yeah. like we had fried pickles yes and like you sort of get like the sweetness of the pickle yep but something about the savoriness of the oil, the way that yep. that balances breading, yeah. is just brilliant. So I've never had these. I, I've got a recipe that I found on delish.com uh, that I'm going to be trying this holiday season. Maybe I'll bake them up. I'm not a big baker, sure. but I think maybe I'll bake some up and bring them in yeah. and we'll, we'll try them later try on this season. I love it. Um, all right. My number eight. This is a good one because while I enjoy the flavor of this, it's more about the experience. Hmm. And that's going to be gingerbread house with candy, Ooh. with family. So what I'm referring to now for my number eight With Christmas music on in the background. With Christmas yeah. music on. It's like that whole experience. My family loves to build a gingerbread house every year. Okay. Never goes very well. You're trying to get those walls to stay together with the frosting and like you just to get the four pieces to stand up is yeah. enough of a trouble. Um, but the experience of like making that and eating a, you know, a jelly bean or something or, a you know, a, what do they call the ones that are like the dots that uh, sugar? Oh, I know what you're talking about. What are those called? I think there's called, no, like I think there's called dots, aren't they? Well, dots is a brand, but those are, what are the ones that are covered in sugar? 
Oh, right. What are those? What are those called? Gumdrops? Gumdrops. Gumdrops. That's exactly what it is. Not gumdrops. Gumdrop buttons. Gumdrop buttons. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, gumdrops. So I love eating gumdrops, yeah. but the whole experience of like doing it while I'm with the kids and like every time you eat something, they're like, Daddy, don't eat the gumdrops. Do we need those for the like, roof. For the roof. <laughs> you know? And just that whole experience is so fun. And I do love gingerbread. Yeah. Now, granted, the gingerbread house is not the best gingerbread, no. you know, so you're not really getting it for that. You're looking for its more structural uh, integrity. Right. But <laughs> but I do like to eat gingerbread and then especially a gingerbread house with candy, with my family, with Christmas music playing. It's an experience. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I think that's one thing we talk about so much on the show, right, is that it is the experience of, of what you're doing that like the, you know, maybe if like you had like this food item, say in June, wouldn't really do much for no. you, but something about the memory of being there, the feeling of the moment, it becomes an experience yeah. and it becomes a, a treasured memory. I love that. Um, all right. My number eight is going to be a drink. Mm. I'm going beverage okay. here and it's just going to be a cup of hot chocolate. Mm. Now I'm talking about like a thick cup okay. of hot chocolate. Like I'm not one of those people who likes like the powder mix because I feel like the powder mix it always feels like it's a little bit more watery. watery. Yeah. I like to drink chocolate that feels like it's coating your tongue. Do you like to do like pour milk into a cup and then add like Hershey's syrup and then mix it together? Well, now you're taking me back to my childhood. Okay. Because I was very uh, famous for having Chalky Babas when I was, was a kid. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I started calling them with my grandpa. Nice. And I was only allowed to have them when I was there. And allowed basically means grandpa would spoil me. Sure. Yeah. And then my mom would ask me, did you have any Chalky Babas? That's and I would say, yes. She'd go, Dean, I told you, he's not allowed to have Chalky <laughs> Babas. Because I babas. would be sipping on them in, in bed, yeah. like sipping on chocolate right before bed. I'm sure it's great for a child's teeth. You know what's funny is I saw a, a fun bit that you can do is you get a Hershey's bottle right, yeah. of chocolate fudge and you use it all and then wash it all out, make sure it's fairly clean, and then use that bottle as your water bottle at the gym. So while you're on like the treadmill, you're just you have a Hershey's fudge bottle just up to your lips, and people are like, "Good lord, wow, what is bro, the person doing? okay." I think it's the best idea of like a water bottle at the gym is a Hershey's. Uh, That's brilliant. I gotta try that. Um, but what I realized is I was talking, you know, talking myself through like why I like hot chocolate in the specific yeah. kind is I really love drinking chocolate. Like, have you ever had like specific like drinking chocolate? No. That's like chocolate bars that are like melted down to a point where you can drink them. I'm sure there's cream probably sure. mixed in, but I learned about this. Uh, I went to a chocolate fest in Brooklyn, New York when I was living in New cool. York uh, like 10, 12 years ago. And I remember going to all these tasting stations. They had like spicy chocolate and all these sorts of different things. And I'll tell you, Eric, after tasting like three or four chocolates, I was high. Like. <laughs> I was high like, on chocolate. I, I literally was walking around like giggling with the person that I was there with. I was like, aren't you just happy right now? Aren't you just so happy <laughs> to be here right now? And I swear everybody else at the chocolate fest, like we all had like bug eyes and we were like yeah. walking around and they had like music playing. We were like in a tent dancing while drinking our like drinking chocolate. It was a, a very fun experience. So if you ever get a chance to like try Are you sure there was nothing extra in that chocolate? I mean... I guess at this point I wouldn't be shocked because we were, it was like at the, the flower gardens sure, in Brooklyn yeah. or something like that. And like the stations were like out in like the middle of like flowers. And yeah, I was yeah. like, woo, you know, but uh, it was a very fun experience. And I so I, uh, I definitely encourage people to try some, try some drinking chocolate if you ever I get like the that. chance. So that's my, my number eight. All right. My number seven is good. And I actually brought a version of it for us to try. Really? Um, my number seven, I couldn't find it at the stores because I think it might not be out yet or they might not make them anymore <laughs> i don't know um and that's gonna be oreos but not just plain old oreos okay. i love oreos i love mint oreos love, oh, Unlock i love the magic oreos. man but the white fudge covered oreos oh that only used to come out at christmas time okay um i don't know if they still make them because i went today and didn't see them but okay. maybe it w maybe they're just not out yet or maybe they're they holding them back them. yeah but they did have a fudge covered oreo Ooh. so it's close Let's let's crack. I can't up. wait to try this. I don't know if I've ever had a coated Oreo before. Ooh, look at the, let's show the camera there. Look at that, so pretty. And then the white ones are obviously just covered in white, but they're very good. Mm. All right, here we go. I'm very excited for this. I love that we're 
Now these are eating not, chocolate. And oh yeah, drinking chocolate. Now these are not cold. In my opinion, what, what's your feeling on chocolate? I really enjoy chocolate at its best when it's ice cold. I think it depends. Like if it's just a chocolate bar, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would do that because it could be kind of hard to bite through. Okay. I think if it's got something you know in the middle that will sort of soften it a little bit. Okay, here we go. Yeah, that's pretty close to what the white chocolate one tastes like. That's really good. Isn't that good? Yeah. It's just one more layer of like soft fudginess that's added to the crunchy cookie and then the like white inside. This is so good. I I don't eat enough Oreos. I love Oreos. Or maybe I eat just the right amount of Oreos. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Because when I think back to my childhood, I feel like I eat Oreos all the time, Mm -hmm. but always double stuffed. Sure. Like, and you'd... Now, are you a person who likes to eat the whole Oreo, or do you like to separate the cookie from the um, the filling? I'd say both. Okay. Because I'm definitely not exclusive to either camp. Yeah. I, sometimes I just want to eat it, but yeah. I do enjoy the ritual of breaking it apart, licking the frosting clean, and then... So, so good. Yeah. Or you break open two, create your own double stuffed if mm-hmm. you didn't have double stuffed. You know what I'm going to do with this cookie? Mm-hmm. I'm going to dip it in mm. my little cocoa bomb. Smart. Right here. Which my bomb has still not exploded yet. I've got a bomb in process over here. This is really good. The people who uh, come to our show for listening to us chew and drink, mm-hmm. they're going to love this episode. It's going to be one of their, their favorite of the season. Um, but yeah, that was my number seven is white fudge covered Oreos. We'll have to keep an eye out for them. Yeah. If we find them, we'll bring them back. If anybody we'll sees them, send me where. Also, you know what I think would be awesome? I've never yeah. seen this, but I, if Oreo was listening, I wish they would do this. Yeah. White fudge covered Oreos, but the inside is mint. Because now Ooh. Oreo has mint filling on the inside. Yeah. And you'll see through my list, mint is my favorite combination with chocolate. Yep. Um, so if they could do mint Oreos covered in white chocolate, that sounds be delicious. So the only thing that we can't get you to get on the train with is a peppermint mocha. Yep, can't do it. I've tried. Someday. I, I Listen, I wanted, believe me, I wanted it to taste good. I know. I know. I will never forget the look on your face. Even though I wasn't there with you physically, just watching you over Zoom sip that peppermint mocha for the first time. Mm. It's, so it's on our Instagram, actually. If people want to go yeah. look up that old reel, it's there. Um, all right. Number seven for me. Now, this is where I start getting a little nostalgic okay. in, in my list. Number seven, I'm going with pumpkin cream pie. Mm. Yeah. So pumpkin cream pie is one of the desserts that my mom makes at the holiday season. Um, It's packed with like warm and cozy spices like cinnamon, nutmeg, clove, and then obviously the pumpkin. So rather than it being like that sort of, um, I don't want to say congeal, but like that thicker sort of pumpkin that you're used to in like a traditional pumpkin pie, it's more whipped like a cream whipped and it's in the normal pie crust, but it's just, it's so incredibly delicious. It's got the creaminess. It's got the pumpkinness, but it's just also one of those things that when I think of like the holidays growing up, you know, and when we have like a big family gathering, like I always knew that like my mom was going to do pumpkin cream pie. And so I would always make sure to grab a slice that even though I'm not a big sweets person that I knew that it would make <laughs> my mom happy seeing, you know, I was enjoying a dessert that she had made. And, and uh, Does she use pumpkins from Halloween? No, no. She gets like the, the can okay. that's got like the pumpkin, pumpkin congealedness. Yeah. Now, what's interesting is, you know, we talked recently about like cranberries that come in a can and we're like super anti. Yeah. But like, I don't mind the canned pumpkin. I don't know what it is. Like, it's just it's something, something about it I just, I like and... When it's mixed up in uh, with all the cream it's and the stuff, like it's it. absolutely delicious. So I love it. If, if you've never tried pumpkin cream pie, just go Google it. There's tons of great recipes out there, and uh, it just reminds me of holidays growing up, and still holidays to this day. So that's going to be my my number seven. I like it. Um, I mean, I wouldn't eat it because it's not my thing, but I like the selection. But hold on a second. I was thinking about this over the weekend. Yes. Since we went to St. Jude. Yes. We tried four different types of cookies from Crumble, right? We did. One of them was okay. pumpkin. Yes. And you I liked it. Ate the whole thing. I did like that, but it didn't that tasted more gingerbready to me than pumpkiny. Mm. I wonder if it was was it ginger that they mixed in or was it more like cinnamon and nutmeg cuz a lot of gingerbread has cinnamon and I nutmeg in it. I think that's what it was. Yeah. So maybe they did that to take that edge. The edge of the pumpkin off. And it did have a nice like frosting, frosting on it as well. Yeah. I I remember we were yes. we're in the moment and 
I know we got like a show that has to move forward. Right. But in my brain, I'm like, what is happening next is to me right now? This? Eric said he hates pumpkins, but he's like, I'm going to finish it. I remember you good. said, you're like, I'm going to eat this whole thing. It was good. And you totally did. That one was good. Yep. Um, all right. We're to our last selections for this episode. Yes. Uh, my number six is one that you've said already. Mm. And this is where I have my beverage. Okay. And I'm going hot apple cider slash hot chocolate. Okay. Uh, obviously, uh, we've talked about how great hot chocolate is. I'm going to just talk for a second about how awesome hot apple cider is Mm. that's maybe my favorite thing to do with the holidays experiential after a meal it's like go for a walk looking at christmas lights on people's houses with a nice warm hot apple cider maybe you got a little bit of bourbon in there and a cinnamon stick is (laughs) very nice um but i i just i love it i love it makes me feel like this is the holidays Mm. and the heat of the drink I feel like highlights the coldness of the air. Ooh. And so there's something about like, oh, this is so hot because it's so cold out. <laughs> there's something about that that but just thank feels... thank goodness I have this. Yeah, yeah, thank goodness I've got this. You know, it just, <laughs> it all seems to work together. Yeah. Um, we've talked before about how I'm not very good with hot liquids. Mm. So I feel like I sound like just like the most hot... Like I don't worst like hot person. Liquids. I don't, I like, don't like hot liquids. I don't like bananas. <laughs> I don't like cereal. I don't like pumpkins. I sound like um uh the lady in Mrs. Doubtfire when he's like, I don't do windows, I don't do doors, <laughs> you know, all the things that I don't do. But <clears throat> I promise you, I do love hot apple cider. But when I order at Starbucks, I do have to say kid temperature mm. because my delicate little mouth just cannot take the... The, the beverages box. are hot there sometimes. I have gotten to this point now where if I know they've just brewed the coffee, I ask them for a couple ice cubes. Sure, yeah. Inside, because it just... I'm, kinda cool. I want to enjoy my drink. Yeah. I don't want to just have it sit there in my cup holder for like 10 minutes, you know? Yeah. So that's apple my number six. The jam. Hot apple cider slash hot chocolate. Wasn't there a version of hot apple cider from Starbucks that you really yes. like? Yes. There's a caramel apple uh, caramel apple cider. Very often, though, you will go and they'll be like, we don't have any apple juice. It, it happens to me a lot. Really? At Starbucks. You yeah. know what you should start doing? Bringing, Bringing the little, juice. like, that glass one. The Martin Is that Martinelli's or, yeah, yeah. or whatever it is? Be like, oh, you don't? Here. Well, now you do. Just warm, Use this. Warm that up for me, please. Yes. Yeah. Uh, garçon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. So we've reached my number six. Before I share that, I did want to remind you guys that if you're not already subscribing to the show, please make sure you do so wherever you are listening. And if you love, and if you love what you're hearing, which... Hopefully you do, because you made it this far into this ep- episode. Please make sure you rate and review. And if you're not following us on social media, please make sure you do so. We are at Christmas Countdown Show on Instagram, TikTok, Threads, at Pod on the X. And uh, go uh, watch the episode on yeah. YouTube as well, slash uh, Countdown Network. All right. So number six, I'm really excited to chat about today. Um, I had put this on my sweet? list. Huh? Is it a sweet? It is a sweet. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. I'm not, you know. Sweets or whatever, you know, I'm not, whatever. How many am I at right now? Am I at like five? Do I have one more to, to use? I haven't been counting. I would say at least four. Yeah, okay. So, four or five right I now. mean, I'm not a big sweets guy. There we go. Okay. There you go. But this one feels like a nice balance of savory and sweet. Okay. And it's coffee cake. Mm-hmm. You don't like coffee cake? I do not like coffee cake. I guess it does. I don't do doors. I don't do coffee cake. I don't do pumpkins. The first word in the title is coffee. (laughs) That's true. So this makes a lot of sense. Have you ever had it? I have. But it doesn't taste like coffee. It does not. No. But it falls into like cakes, donuts, pies. Wait, you don't like donuts? Not really. What? Eric. What is happening here? I know. How do I get so fat when no. I don't like all these things that are so bad for you? I just love meat and potatoes. I've always thought that like, I was like, if I could count on one thing with Eric, he likes donuts. Nope. Really? Nope. I'll wow. eat a donut. I'm not like averse to it in the same way that I am with coffee, but I would never like I, driving by a Krispy Kreme and like seeing the light up that like, we got hot donuts means nothing, nothing to me. To you. And most people are like, oh, it like takes their breath away. Yeah. I, I, not for me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is. Shocking. And even the donuts that I would eat is like a cinnamon donut. It's okay. very basic. No like filling or frosting or anything. I can appreciate that. I like like a buttermilk donut. Okay. Or like an old fashioned. Sure. Like I'm very traditional in that sense. Yeah. But let's talk about coffee cake yeah. here for a moment. Um, so coffee cake has been a part of the holiday tradition at my family's house as long as I can remember. And it's specifically on New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. Every single year I remember growing up or even when I would come home for the holidays, 
or my mom you know would bring it over to our houses on on new year's day if we happened to uh, to be together on that day is she would make coffee cake specifically it's the bisquick recipe which you can get on the back of the box and my mom sent it to me so i'll post it in the facebook group uh, and i'll put it up for our close friends on, on instagram as well but you know i was thinking about it as i was driving to the studio here today and i was like why why did my mom do that yeah i never thought to ask her and so i called her and i was like mom I'm just curious, like one, what's the recipe? And she, she's like, oh, let me find it here. She's like digging through. She's like, yeah. it's on the Bisquick box. She's like, of course they don't have it anymore. And I was like, but I got to know why. Like, yeah. why did you do that? And she said, well, my mom used to do it. She goes, my mom used to make coffee cake, you know, just at random. Um, and and she said something to me which really connected, you know, because there's a lot, there's cinnamon in, in the coffee cake and they have the new Bisquick recipe, like the cinnamon clusters are sort of inside the cake as well, which just the crunch with the sponginess is amazing. Um, and my mom said to me, she goes, cinnamon makes memories. Mm. And that really like... That needs it, to be on a shirt. In, right? Like we need to do that yeah. merch. And it like, it was like my mind exploded because all of a sudden I started like going back to my childhood about how cinnamon yeah. was a part of so many moments from the cinnamon rolls that my mom would make on Christmas morning, the coffee cake on New Year's Day, yeah. and the one that really connected for me. And, and my mom brought this up and I did not know this this was the origin is that um, her mom used to make something for her called cinnamon toast. And every time I would stay home sick as a kid, my mom would make me cinnamon toast. And it's super simple. It's just toast with butter, cinnamon, and sugar. And like, I've had that before. It's good. And like all of a sudden, I was like, oh my gosh. Cinnamon was a part of so many core memories for my mom. But when I think of cinnamon now, I think of the comfort of it. Yeah. And I was like, is that why I love cinnamon toast crunch so much? Like Probably. cinnamon has played such now a Now you got to vital... start doing it with your kids. I so know. that they will have that experience of like, my dad used to always give me cinnamon whenever I was homesick. Yeah. Or you got to start doing that with your kids. I have to. And you know, fortunately, my wife makes like, you know, homemade cinnamon rolls, which we may cover later on in the countdown, but she sort of has started the tradition as well. And, and so, you know, for anyone listening out there, I want you to think back to like, your childhood of like, what were those flavors? What were those smells that were a part of the holiday season that let you know that like it was coming? They were a, a signal of comfort, a signal of, of safety, a signal of security. Because clearly for, for my family and me, it's it's cinnamon. And I just, when my mom said, she goes, cinnamon is memories. I said, I said, did you read that somewhere? She goes, no, I literally just said it in this moment. There you go. And I was like, oh, I'm going to hold on to that. That's pretty great. Forever. So create some cinnamon memories. Ooh, cinnamon memories, that's pretty good. <laughs> now, I guess cinnamon would be good for you if you're a human, but not if you're an uh, ant. Oh, Do you know that? That, you, that you can put cinnamon out like in the corners of your house and it'll stop ants from coming in? Those are different types of cinnamon memories. <laughs> Very different. Like... We have an ant family listening to this and they're like, what are you talking about? No. We lost 17 generations to cinnamon. <laughs> to cinnamon memories. <laughs> That's hysterical. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. But, folks, that's going to do it for us. We made it through the first half, and the next half is going to be even better because mm. we have some very good cinema memories to, to bring up. Um, but, yeah, this was a good list. I'm excited yeah. to uh, finish it off. Me too. But let's uh, finish it this episode, how we finish every episode, by saying Merry Christmas. And Happy Holidays. We will see you on the next one, everybody. Bye-bye. See ya. Cinema memories. Right?